This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, some senators have introduced legislation to scrap TSA's use of facial recognition at airports. The Office of Special Counsel warns federal employees about expressing partisan opinions on the war in Gaza. And Speaker Mike Johnson just received a letter saying money for Ukraine is running out. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, December 4th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. GSA defends its robotics process automation program against new IG criticism. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The General Services Administration pushes back against a new report from its inspector general claiming its robotics process automation program didn't save money or time. GSA says the IG's analysis is nearly two years old and its RPA program has matured since 2021. Among the ways the agency measures impact is through the operational dashboard that provides daily insights into the impact of RPA. GSA also says it now measures the impact of all automations across five categories, including cost, speed, quality, mission alignment, and the suitability for automation. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Department of Homeland Security is laying the groundwork for employees to use generative artificial intelligence tools. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. DHS is putting together a list of commercial generative AI tools that are approved for use at the department. In a newly released memo, Eric Heisen, DHS's chief information officer, says employees should never put DHS data into those commercial tools. But he says potential use cases include generating the first drafts of documents and conducting open source research. Heisen's memo says commercial generative AI should never be used to make decisions about issues like public benefits, investigations, or law enforcement actions. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Biden administration says the defense industrial base is getting a boost, especially in the manufacturing sector, from the supplemental funding to support Ukraine in its war against Russia. In a letter sent today, Shalanda Young, the director of the Office of Management and Budget, told Congress that through the contracts DOD is awarding, vendors are modernizing ammunition and weapons. Young is pressing Congress to pass another supplemental spending bill to support Ukraine. The White House submitted a $50 billion supplemental funding request to Congress in October. Agencies have a new tool on USA Jobs to help them with recruitment. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. A new talent pools option on USA Jobs offers agencies an easier way to share certificates. Generally, agencies can exchange these certificates or list of qualified job applicants with each other to try to streamline the government-wide hiring process. Now with a new tool on USA Jobs, the Office of Personnel Management hopes to relieve some of the burdens for agencies to actually share those certificates. But OPM says for it to be successful, agencies will still need to populate the function with their lists of qualified candidates. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Federal employees can express their opinions on the Israel-Hamas war at work to a certain extent. Speaking about the conflict is okay, the Office of Special Counsel says, as long as it doesn't suggest approving or disapproving of a political party. Those stipulations come from the Hatch Act, a law that prohibits feds from engaging in political activities, but only while on the job. 
While off the clock, the Office of Special Counsel says federal employees can still, for example, participate in demonstrations and rallies. A new proposal in the Senate would halt in its tracks the Transportation Security Administration's use of facial recognition. The bipartisan legislation introduced by several senators just last week would immediately repeal the authority for TSA to use facial recognition. It would also require the agency to delete facial biometric data within three months. Since 2018, TSA has slowly expanded its use of facial recognition at airports across the country. The agency says travelers can opt out of using the controversial technology to verify their identities. The Army Research Lab wants to know how human judgment, decisions, and biases can impact algorithms like artificial intelligence. The lab is looking for theories and models for collective influence on people's judgment when they're performing information processing tasks, but before collective decision-making. The lab says analysts working alone or in teams can be influenced by others, the information they consume, interactions with virtual tools, and their own backgrounds. The lab's goal is to understand how judgments are made when the person making the decision is part of a larger community and using algorithms. For the first time, the Army has a publication dedicated exclusively to information. It's called Army Doctrine Publication 313, or ADP 313. It gives a framework to create and exploit information advantages during operations and at home station. The publication shows a change in how the Army thinks about data and information, emphasizing the importance of information in everything the Army does. The House Small Business Committee is taking a closer look at how the Small Business Administration is implementing court-ordered changes to the 8A program, which is designed to help firms owned by socially and economically disadvantaged individuals. Committee Chairman Roger Williams is seeking documents and information from SBA on how it modified its review process to approve small business applicants back into the program. The committee wants SBA to provide details about the number and percentage of firms that were readmitted to the 8A program, the number of companies SBA rejected since the court's ruling, and a copy of the agency's policies that have been changed to meet the court's decision. In July, the district court in Tennessee ruled the presumption of being socially disadvantaged isn't good enough anymore. SBA is now requiring applicants and participants to provide a narrative detailing an individual's assertion of socially disadvantaged status. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, December 4th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.